Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Just days away from the divisional round of the playoffs, which is always my favorite weekend of the NFL season. And man, we've got some matchups that are scintillating. Let's hope they're as entertaining as they are hyped up to be and maybe a little more entertaining than what we had this past weekend. Not that we didn't get great performances and individual resumes that are beefed up with these highlights. Uh, Not that we didn't get great teams that moved on and fresh blood and the Lions and Rams. That was fun, but they were a bunch of blowouts other than Detroit and LA. So let's see what divisional weekend has in store for us. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Love to connect with you on Twitter, ALaw Radio, also on our Facebook page. Even as we wait for more news to drop from the NFL, we're counting down the hours until divisional weekend. And for that reason, we are really excited to welcome Mike Pritchard back to the show, former NFL wideout himself. And in Las Vegas is the lead analyst for the Vizen Network. And Mike, of course, we got to start with Vegas. It's the home of Super Bowl 58, just a few weeks to go. What's the anticipation like in your city? I mean, Amy, I, I can't describe it, to be honest with you. It's it's something that I, I think the city is ready for. Uh, Vegas has been known to host big events and, and host them well, uh, but this is the biggest one of all. I mean, uh, for so long, uh, Vegas has been the enemy to professional sports, but now uh, Vegas is the best friend of Major League Baseball, NHL, the NFL, soon the NBA, I believe, as well. But uh, there's no better place to hold a major event, a worldwide event in a global city like Las Vegas. And uh, we can't wait. You know, a lot of people, a lot of volunteers are <laughs> chomping at the bit to be involved. And, and, and certainly uh, Vegas and, and the representatives and, and hotel operators are ready to host everybody from around the world. It's funny because for so long, Las Vegas has had this reputation that it was more about degenerate gamblers and it was Sin City, right? That was the nickname. And yet for people who live there and people who are moving there, I keep hearing about what a great city it is for so many other reasons. So what do you like the most about Las Vegas? Well, I'm from here, one, so I'm biased. I mean, there there (laughs) is so much to do here. Uh, you, you know, there's there's a strip element, you know, the gambling element, a vice element, which uh, attracts people from around the world. But uh, I can go 30, 35 minutes and go hiking. I can uh, go a little bit further and, and ski, certainly outdoor sports, whatever you want to do. I mean, growing up here, I did everything, riding my bike, I played football, played all sports, uh, just like anywhere else in, in, in America or anywhere else in this world. And uh, it's a normal it's a normal life if you want it to be. Uh, a lot of people who 
lived here earlier on uh, because gaming was the only major industry here. You oh. know, a lot of p- parents worked uh, in the casinos, and that was fine. That was fine. Um, but now we have multiple industries here, and and certainly on a lot more opportunities uh, than years ago. So uh, people are seeing the value of Las Vegas and, and certainly seeing what it has to offer as well. I love the fact, though, that even with all of the events and conventions and even now with championships in hockey and the WNBA and, and pro sports teams, still the Super Bowl is a big deal. It's huge. It is. Um, I was in Atlanta when... Uh, I was playing for the Falcons when uh, Atlanta got the Super Bowl in 92. And I, I remember uh, the city at that point, you know, the New York of the South. And a hot Atlanta uh, was a <laughs> moniker, too, back then, right? And uh, there was so much going on. The Olympics were coming in 1996, and the city was vibrant. The city was growing, and, and everybody was anticipating that Super Bowl. We just got to Georgia Dome, and so we, uh, we were going to be hosting a Super Bowl and it's no different. Uh, years ago, when uh, you know, Legion Stadium came online and, and I was here hosting a local radio show, uh, I was informing the audience that we're going to get a Super Bowl. As soon as we get to the stadium, as mm. soon as the Raiders relocate here, we're going to get a Super Bowl. And it's going to be unlike anything you've ever seen in your life. We've already had the NFL draft, and everybody was excited about that. So uh, the anticipation for the Super Bowl is off the chain. And uh, a lot of people can't wait, but uh, yeah, I, I know what's coming, and, and certainly uh, I cannot wait for the NFL to get here. Mike Pritchard is a former NFL wide receiver and now is the lead NFL analyst for Visa Network, which is housed in Las Vegas, and he'll be rolling out the red carpet for the rest of us as we show up in the city for the Super Bowl. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. We'll call them coaching-free agents that are available. It seems like it's the type of class, quote-unquote, of coaches that teams would be salivating over, potentially Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick if he wants to coach again. Uh, we talked about Mike Vrabel, too, uh, right. so much on my show and the fact that he's surprisingly available. Even a Pete Carroll, who, in your opinion, uh, which of these coaches should be first on the, the wish list for teams? I mean, my goodness, uh, that's a nice list, right? Um, you know, a lot of teams uh, are, are – there's a reason. There's a unique reason why they're looking for coaches. Uh, you know, you take Carolina, they can't get it right. You know, Atlanta – a major disappointment. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think Tennessee, they probably want to go in a different direction, kind of like Seattle uh, as well. But I, I tell you what, you know, Bill Belichick, he's the GOAT. Uh, he's after this record. He needs about 15 games, I believe, uh, to break uh, Don Shula's record. Uh, he's still motivated. He still has energy. Uh, I, I, I don't know why teams aren't lining up. Uh, uh, certainly they're lining up to interview, but I mean, just give the guy an offer at this point. <laughs> uh, what, what could go wrong really? Right. And, but you know, with, with Bill Belichick comes power though, you know, and I, I know Bill Belichick, he has a certain standard and uh, he probably is going to want a lot uh, and demand a lot. And you wonder if the teams are ready to do that. Um, a, a lot of trends in the national football league suggest younger coaches, you know, younger former player coaches are in vogue right now. Um, and, and they're doing a great job. D'Amico Ryan's, uh, he's, he's deep in the yes. playoffs with his incredible run right now. So it's really interesting. Dan Campbell, what he's doing with the Lions is incredible. Uh, former players and charging up uh, the organization. So I think Mike Vrabel uh, is a can't-miss hire. Uh, I, I love the, the blue-collar approach by mm. Mike Vrabel. I was, I was at the Senior Bowl. Uh, this was the Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield Senior Bowl. 
Uh, and, you know, when you're in the media, you, you don't travel like, um, like head coaches in the National Football League, right, Amy? So uh, <laughs> we, had to, we had to drive to Pensacola, Florida from Mobile, Alabama to catch a connecting flight to get, to, to get back to Denver. I was in Denver at the time. And on that flight from Pensacola was Mike Vrabel and his entire coaching staff. In other words, they made the drive uh, from Mobile like we did. They didn't have a private jet. Um, they blue-collared it had a connecting uh, flight from Pensacola up to uh, Nashville at the time. So uh, I just love the fact that he rolls up his sleeves and, and gets after it. And I, I think he's a can't-miss hire. He's young enough uh, and certainly motivated enough to be highly successful. So let's say you're in one of these locker rooms. What do you need to hear from an incoming coach? What do you need to see in this coach to believe in him and to want to get on board right away? A great question, Amy. I think credibility is everything. And a lot of times when coaches fail, it is they fail to establish credibility. And what I mean by that, uh, you can have success somewhere else, but how do I know you're going to have success here? How do I know you have the right uh, blueprint for success, you know, where, where, which involves my career? So uh, Mike Holmgren, uh, you know, I, I think that's a perfect uh, example for, for your question. Uh, his first meeting with us as players, you know, he set the tone. Uh, you know, he, he was straight front, straight and out front with us and, and uh, really told us the truth, and, and we believed it. And if you, if you believed in it, if you wanted to be a part of it, then you were sure that you wanted to stay. You were 100% confident. If not, you were probably on the fence if you're an older player and, okay, maybe you call your agent and say, hey, look, I, I got to see if I can get out of here. But if you're a younger player, you, you don't know any better and you want to impress a new coach and a new coaching staff. But I just love the fact uh, that Mike Holmgren, there was no doubt that he knew how to get us to the promised land, which was the playoffs and eventually a Super Bowl, which he did later on uh, in his career there in Seattle. But uh, I, I just wanted a coach to assert themselves um, and then certainly uh, let us know that the blueprint for success isn't going to be in place. And, and all you got to do is listen. And all you got to do is fall in place and, and everything's going to be okay. And, and once you have that level of confidence, uh, from from the head coach, then then everything else uh, normally uh, falls into place, and everything good happens that you want to happen. When we hear this phrase, the coach has lost the locker room, Mike. What does that mean? Well, it means that guys are looking elsewhere. Guys uh, are, are directionless. Um, you know, the coach's message is not resonating. Uh, certainly, there's no credibility. Uh, from that uh, that head coach, that particular coach, the message uh, is falling on deaf ears. There, uh, Amy. I mean, you know, when when you go rogue and you do your own thing, uh, which you know, guys with egos and guys getting paid a lot of money, that can happen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you you can't have that though. I mean, it's a it's team is together. Everyone accomplishes more. As everybody knows the acronym and all that stuff, but. Uh, it's so true, and and it's so true from the standpoint that everybody in the building has to be on the same page. Right. Uh, you can't have a front office thinking differently than the coaching staff, and you can't have the front office and and the players thinking differently. I mean, you you can't. That's dysfunction. Uh, so, uh, I think a head coach can unify and certainly have everybody on the same page uh, with that message. But uh, when they lose the locker room, uh, certainly the guys are just. Uh, on their own page, and they're doing their own thing. Uh, and that's never a good situation. We're always excited to have Mike Pritchard on the show from Las Vegas, home of Super Bowl 58. He's a former NFL wide receiver himself and now lead analyst for Visa Network. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. 
looking over some of the viewership numbers, and I saw that you had uh, shared some of them on your own Twitter account, but blows me away that on Saturday night for a game that was exclusive to streaming on Peacock, that 30% of internet traffic was on that game. I mean, that's incredible power and attraction of the NFL. Packers and Cowboys, the numbers through the roof. Does it ever just blow your mind that this league continues to suck people in? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it it doesn't. Um, If you're any uh, business out there and you you need to uh, understand how to attract uh, or how to market, you know, tap into the National Football League because there's nobody better, really. No, I I think, you know, these owners and and certainly the league, uh, they have a way and, and and they're never satisfied, right? I mean, I think in any competitive situation, once you're satisfied, you might as well retire. Uh, but but the league is in a great place, and, and certainly as a former player, I'm enjoying the benefits of the growth of the National Football League, uh, and it's incredible. I, they have a stated goal uh, of $25 billion annually, and, and they're well on their way, uh, and they want to go global, you know? And, and I think uh, the NFL understands that streaming is a way to go global, uh, you know, you have the network partners, and that's all great, and all the networks are getting into streaming too. But if you want a global audience, uh, the easiest way to do that would be through streaming, and and certainly the NFL understands that. So they want to grow the game, uh, they want to dominate, uh, just like we did as players. And mm. uh, you, you have to you have to give them a, a round of applause for that. I mean, I, I know uh, a lot of times PR uh, can can kind of slow things down for the National Football League, like like any business, though. But sure. uh, when it comes to marketing and growth, I mean, there's there's nobody second. Uh, there's everybody second to mm-hmm. what the NFL presents. Mm. Coming up this weekend, the divisional round is always my favorite weekend of the entire NFL season because mm-hmm. the games generally are so compelling. And we've got some really interesting matchups, some fresh blood, of course. The Detroit Lions and how long it's been. I mean, you were in the NFL going back to the, the days <laughs> when the Lions were last uh, winners of a playoff game. Uh, we've got the Chiefs and the Bills. We've got the Packers and the Niners, two iconic NFL franchises. And then we've got this incredible story in Houston, Baltimore, best mm-hmm. record in the league. So I've kind of tree top there, Mike. What stands out to you about this weekend? Well, first of all, uh, the point spreads kind of stand out to me. The Ravens being a heavy favorite at home and certainly the 49ers. And rightly so. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people are probably pick those two teams to be in the Super Bowl and they're the two number one seeds. And a lot of times the number one seeds, they prevail and they get to the Super Bowl. We know that. Uh, but I can't forget what we saw this entire year and how tight the national football league has been and every year we have outliers right i mean uh, last year the outliers were the giants uh, and certainly i think seattle was an outlier not a lot of people expected them to get to the playoffs with Gino, but they did but this year you know Demico ryan's and and cj stroud a rookie head coach a rookie quarterback uh not only winning the division but now getting to the divisional round of the playoffs it's just incredible so I, I think the talent gap and, and certainly coaching matters. Uh, quarterback play matters. That still holds true. Uh, and I think there's a little bit of disrespect out there, you know, for, for Jordan Love and uh, what that young group of players are, are, have accomplished. They're no different than the triplets in Dallas when you had Aikman and Emmett uh, <laughs> and Michael Irvin, all young, right? And, uh, and then you just build this roster around them and they all grow together and they become a dynasty. And so – I think the Packers could be on the cusp of that. I, I don't know how deep they're going to run uh, with this this run right now, and they're pretty hot. Jordan Love's pretty hot right now too, but I, they're a young core group of guys, and 
uh, you can do a lot with that. Uh, so the future is bright right there. So I'm, I'm looking at those two games as being more competitive uh, than what the point spread uh, mm. suggests right now. When you think about the run the Bills are on now with six consecutive wins and this Josh Allen, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in the league. Uh, as yeah. much as I love Patrick Mahomes, that offense has not been great this season. Uh, what will be the major factors in that game? First time, by the way, uh, for All listeners right. who don't know, that Patrick Mahomes is playing a road playoff game, which is crazy. Yeah, it really is. I mean, in his career, it's incredible. Um, we'll see what kind of quarterback he's going to be in this environment and the playoffs now. Uh, and, but he's he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, I, there, there's no question about that. Uh, he's the ultimate competitor, too. Uh, you know, the Buffalo reinvented themselves throughout the year offensively. Uh, I, I think the defense was probably underrated uh, for most of the year. Uh, I, I, You know, it's it's an older defense. Uh, it's, it's a banged-up defense. But uh, now they've replaced some of those older guys with younger players, and McDermott's doing a great job of, of, of getting these guys coached up and, and doing the right things. So, uh, they're playing at a high level, uh, certainly. But Josh Allen, you mentioned it. Uh, that team will will pass or fail with him, right? And there's a lot of pressure on Josh. Uh, and and I admired him with his journey for his journey. You know, here's a guy that didn't really get a lot of offers, and he sent out letters to Division One schools, and Wyoming gave him a shot. Mm. Uh, and he's immensely talented, as we know. Uh, but, you know, there's so much pressure on him. Sometimes he makes those critical mistakes. Uh, something tells me now, though, with this makeup, and, and I think this is their last run with that roster, everything's coming together for Buffalo at the right time. You know, they, they get Kansas City at home, right? They, they get to uh, the two seed, and it's incredible how they did that this year. So it's an incredible story. I, I love the balanced attack now with Brady calling plays, and they're more 50-50 when it comes to – pass run uh, ratio play selection and, and and that's really helped out Josh Allen. Just out of curiosity as a guy who was a receiver when you see a quarterback like Josh and I know he's essentially a tank uh, running mm-hmm. all over the place and taking hits do you ever cringe over it or worry about your QB when he does that? Well not a guy that size. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he is he is a tank but uh, you know I played with Elway and Elway was an incredible athlete but a really tough tough player. Uh, and he would get hit, you know, and back in those days, you could hit quarterbacks differently than you can now. Right. But if you're Josh Allen and you're in a secondary, I mean, you're, you're 40 pounds bigger than, than a <laughs> secondary player, right? Uh, so I, I don't think he's intimidated by those guys. It's the linebackers and the defensive linemen that he has to avoid. But, uh, you know, I, I, he does a great job of protecting himself, I think, but he's a big enough guy uh, to absorb all that punishment. But And he runs when he has to. I mean, I – you have to design some plays for him because he's such a, a great athlete, and I think that helps him settle down as a passer too. Brady, again, has done a great job of being a coordinator now and, and understanding that about Josh. I think Josh is heavily involved in, in the play calling too. So it's just not playing a perfect game, but just not making those critical mistakes that we've seen before in the past for from Josh Allen. If he can, if he can correct that, I mean, there's there's no stopping this Buffalo Bills football team. Cannot wait for the games this weekend. And Mike Pritchard will be talking about them on Vizen, where he's the lead NFL analyst. Based in Las Vegas, former NFL wide receiver. Can't wait to invade your city in a few weeks. Uh, and you can find Mike on Twitter at M.I. Pritchard. Always good to have you. And I hope that we get to cross paths in person during Super Bowl week. 
Well, I'll have the red carpet out for you. So <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'll have the neon signs and, and everything <laughs> ready for you. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah, it's been a few years since we've been on the road or on site for Radio Row and Super Bowl week. And it'll be fun to cross paths with a lot of former colleagues or even current colleagues that I just don't see all the time, uh, as well as some of the guests that we have on our show. And that, to me, is one of the major points of emphasis for this week. This Radio Row, time on Radio Row, is that we actually get to be in front of people. And so the the connection that we make over the phone or over the show, well, it's valuable. And, and over time, if you have some of these guests more than once, uh, we establish a rapport. But to actually be in person and to see them and to connect with them, uh, I think about some of the relationships that we've established over the years because of Super Bowl week. Cynthia Freeland frequent guest on the show. Uh, now I'm part of her fantasy football league, uh, though not uh, real competent this year. But I met her initially at Radio Row, had never met her before, had not seen her on TV, and that's how I connected with her. And And so it's it's a good week for us to network, but also to put faces and voices and names uh, and have other people see us in person and shake our hands and and see us smile and hear us say thank you. We're really looking forward to it. It's a mad blitz, I'll tell you that, for three days and three nights. We will be hosting our show from our local Vegas affiliate, which we're looking forward to. So we won't be doing the show from Radio Row only because it's a conference center at the Mandalay Bay. And at night, it's likely to be mostly empty. Even though on West Coast time, the show will begin at 11 o'clock. Woohoo! <laughs> we're really excited about that. Love these Pacific time Super Bowls. Anyway, uh, even though the show will run from 11P to 3A locally, still, we'd be in this huge conference center with very few people. It would probably be a sound that echoed around this big, empty conference center. So it's much better audio quality in a studio. And also, Jay will then have the opportunity to work with the equipment as opposed to having someone else have to do it from the studio anyway. So that's coming up. Very soon, in a few weeks, already working on the plans. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, if you haven't seen the picture of Bob, well, it's up there. Finally, you've asked. It only took me months. I finally acquiesced. So check out Bob uh, on Twitter or on our Facebook page. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. After Hours Podcast. We were just a little out of sync, obviously. Um, you know, we had the big play to Devontae. Besides that, we were just a little bit out of flow. That's always going to start with me. Uh, wasn't good enough. Um, obviously, we're not putting them in good enough positions. Whenever you're out of flow like that and not in sync like we were, um, it's going to be hard to get your get your carries when you're behind the sticks. And we had a two-minute drive there as well. So, hey, listen, uh, we need to, we need to be able to run it more. Obviously, we we weren't able to today to get into a flow, and that's that's on me. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The voice of Nick Sirianni following the final chapter in the Eagles' epic collapse. Now, if you missed my conversation with Philadelphia radio host John Kincaid, also longtime friend and friend of the show, he joined us the morning after, and I asked him, how do the Eagles fix this? Where do they start? And I gasped out loud when he said, fire Nick Sirianni. Oh, okay, not expecting that. But that, just like the... Loud noises coming from Dallas after the Cowboys got shellacked by Green Bay. Fire Mike McCarthy. So with these two NFC East teams, a lot of the fans, I'm not saying all of you, but a lot of the fans have had the same reaction. The coach must go. Loud noises! Yeah, a lot of loud noises. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Who was the announcer that I need to credit on that? Was that? Oh, it was Nick. Yes, you're right. Duh. Pay no attention to the radio host. Well, pay some attention to the radio host. Uh, So just like the reaction among players in Dallas, when they were questioned about Mike McCarthy and Dak Stumps for him and Jordan Lewis and others that we've heard from saying it's ridiculous. It's It's not on him. And also, I can't wait for... The Edge with Micah Parsons, but it has not dropped yet. Uh, Fletcher Cox, exit interviews for the Eagles. A reporter dared approach him about Nick Sirianni. What about Nick? 
Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? Yeah. Come on, man. No, man, he's head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't, we ain't, there ain't even no discussion about okay, that. Okay, you okay? You don't think it's going to happen? Like, I, I, don't, I don't got nothing to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. You a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. So here's my question, and Marco, we can listen to it again. Marco Belletti is here in studio. Do you really think he was surprised by the question or just mad about the question? Maybe he was the first one to hear it in the locker room or? Uh, no, I mean, I think that's just players smartly trying to stick up for their coach. And uh, there's no way that you don't hear the noise. I, I don't care that you don't listen to the radio or you don't read the papers or go online or check Twitter and all that. There's no way you can avoid this. That means that you live in the ayahuasca cave with Aaron Rodgers. There's no way you don't know that if you live in Philadelphia, that the noise that's been coming down with Sirianni. So, no, I think it's fake outrage. I think it's him trying to prove a point and also, a clown, to, bully a, also to bully a reporter to know that he doesn't get a follow-up. Because after you hear that, no one's following up Fletcher Cox at that, at that locker to ask more questions about Nick wow, Sirianni. Wow, you're so cynical all the time. All right, so... He's early 30s. He's a veteran defensive lineman. He understands how this business works. And again, either he feigns ignorance and has no idea, or maybe this is, I I was going to say it's right after the game, but it's not. You're you're talking, he's been outside the building. It's 24 hours. So, all right. So he's going to pretend like he's never heard it. What about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, Huh? Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man. No, man, he's head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't, we ain't, there ain't even a discussion about okay, that. Yeah, okay, you don't think it's going to happen? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't got nothing to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. You a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. I think I'd cry. You a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. Huh? <laughs> I, I just, I'm sorry. You're right. I am cynical, so I, that's definitely part of it. I find it difficult to believe that that is the first time he's heard that. That was not a genuine, a clown, I'm shocked. Bro. That's not an I'm shocked. That's an I don't want to hear this. I'm not going to answer this. And I'm going to do it in a way that I'm going to make sure no one asks me again. All and right. he did. Because if you hear that, anybody else following up Fletcher Cox? I'm pretty sure that was the last question about Nick Sirianni. So then I don't know where this next cut came from. It sounds like it's more organized. Uh, maybe this came from after the game. I'm not sure. But this is Fletcher Cox Colmer and in front of a, a microphone elsewhere. He's a winner. He's a winning head coach. You know, do we have some bumps this year? Yeah, but every team, every organization, everybody everybody goes through it. But we don't look at firing a man who, you know, obviously has won 10-plus games two years in a row that's took his organization to three playoff appearances three years in a row. You know, that's a respect. You know, the coaches, he's a good leader for this team. Um, he, he does a really good job. Did we come up short? Yeah. Did things happen this year? Yeah. But you don't look at, you know, or, or I don't discuss about, you know, firing a man or, you know, this man got a family. I, I don't discuss about anything about that. No, I take it back. It sounds like it's still in front of his locker and it's still part of the exit interviews, but a different source of audio. And also he's in a calmer space. I could, guess he's decided he's going to stump for Sirianni then. Could it also be that whoever the reporter was that asked the first question, he does not like? <laughs> you a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. Yeah, you a clown, bro. Get out of my face. I, I mean, mean, could that be personal? Could you imagine if that was Bill Belichick? <laughs> right, but I mean, there, there are times, too, where, where certain reporters rub players the wrong way for whatever it is, for whatever they've done, for right. whatever they've quoted, for whatever story they've written. Maybe it could have just been simply the source that it came from that he was not having Maybe. it from that reporter. I mean, again, that's personal. That's... Uh, just personalities. That's human nature. You're annoyed by the person that you don't want to see their face to begin with. They ask you a question you don't want to hear, and you get an honest response. But still, to act like you you have no idea what he's talking about, I think is is fake. 
Yes. Maybe but there's he no wasn't way he expecting the question to him. But come on, there's got to be, there's no way by Monday you haven't heard unless you completely went dark and for there's 24 no hours you, you were not on anyone's. There's Social no media. You also didn't speak to anyone. Right, that none you of know. your family. No none of your teammates. Friends, no teammate. No nothing. Yeah. You haven't spoken to a human being in the last <laughs> seven weeks. Maybe he did go into a darkness there's, retreat. There's no way. Now you can have different responses in different ways. I don't want to talk about people's families. That's legit. I don't want to do this. This is not my place. That's legit. He's a great coach. Whatever response you want. But the idea that I can truly believe you had no idea that this well, could be a possibility, huh? stop. So unlike us, and I'm speaking for producer Jay and I, we seriously had no clue that our boss was about to defect. Did you have any idea? Did you find out on social media the way that we did? Uh, I found out through a text because I saw the text before I went to social media. But no, did I know? No, this one. Sometimes you kind of get some rumbling. Sometimes the walls talk. Huh? Good job on this one because, no, I had no idea uh, that this was coming. This was mm. a total shock for me. Do you think it changes much for us? I don't know. I mean, I, I, it still comes down to what what direction, who comes in, and it's just like anything else. I mean, any other job, who, who's in charge is in charge. So do they come in looking to change everything, or do they come in and um, just kind of put little fingerprints on everything? I don't know. I mean, how much did it change from Mark to Spike? There were some changes, but was it night and day? Uh, I don't know. So uh, I guess it, we'll find out uh, mm. soon enough because it sounds like it's going to be a few months. Yeah. Uh, I don't even believe that the current boss knew that we had a show here. So, I, I, yeah, not a whole lot changed for us. Although I will say when I needed Jay to have full-time status as opposed to just working on the show as a part-timer but doing full-time hours – uh, I pestered this boss, this current boss, until he hated me and just said enough is enough, and and Jay got his full time status. So is that how I got full time status? Because he hired me too. Yes, I pestered him about you too. Okay. I so, stumped, I stumped for Marco. You know what? Then I'm happy. You're welcome. Uh, so right, so that's that's really the most that well in my contract talks. But I will say about contract talks. He didn't have the autonomy to make the decision himself. He had. To, he told me I have to go back and ask the powers that be. Mm -hmm. And so I, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't think they're going. This is not going to be a Bill Belichick hire where the new guy comes in and just gets to do whatever he wants. I, I pretty much think that everything has to be run up the flagpole. Well, I was going to say I don't think that position has the ability to mm -mm. do everything. Nope. So no, I don't think it's going to be drastic in that regard. And I, I hope not. I mean, some changes are nice. Some changes. Uh, I'm cool with where I am, so I don't really look for uh, any changes in that regard. So I didn't really give it a lot of thought in that. I was just more blindsided that I didn't. I, but I your didn't immediate manager is someone else, though. Uh, right? Like, this was supposedly our immediate manager. My immediate manager. Uh, no, we have the same one that's in between. Uh, yeah. Mm. In title, yes. Yeah, well, in title. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, he's, a, it's he's still the same. He's not my manager, though. Yeah, I never really thought of it like that. But, yeah, I mean, both of them, I, I've i gotten to know, um, I guess, I mean, both guys a lot. I mean, Good. especially I'm glad to hear uh, one well, of them because I've known him for a long time now. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the originals of the network. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. We actually go back a little further than this. So, Interesting. Yeah. Not much, but a little right. bit. Just kind of in passing. We didn't even know each other, but there was a lot of emails back and forth. And it was kind of a, huh, I didn't know that you looked like that. Uh, ouch. <laughs>
Don't ever say that to a female. Although I do get that all the time. Like, oh, you don't sound anything like your voice. Uh, all right. So coming up, Jason Kelsey, I think he was misunderstood. Uh, the Patriots introduced their brand new head coach who Patriots fans know well uh, since it's an internal promotion and really excited about this move for the past to see what happens. I mean, I can't even remember the Patriots before Bill Belichick, really. It's all kind of fuzzy. He spans my entire radio career with New England. So, yes, or well, my network career to be sure. And then did you hear what a Packers radio station or I guess we, we shouldn't say it like that. A, a a group of Wisconsin radio hosts were saying, or one specifically was saying about how to defend Brock Purdy this weekend. This has sent some ripple effects, even through the NBA. Uh, this host has gone viral for all the wrong reasons. So that's straight ahead. You'll hear it. And then just some of the reaction from internal in the NFL has is, is been pretty interesting. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After... Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hours podcast. I think it's just noise on the outside. Um, I think that's the way everybody looks at it in the locker room, just outside noise. Um, we're not worried about it. You know, we keep coming out here and, uh, you know, showing what we're about. So that's all we're going to do. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Jordan Love leading the youngest team in the NFL into the divisional round of the playoffs where Aaron Rodgers could not get the Packers last year, right? So different iteration, a lot has changed for Green Bay. In fact, a lot of those older Packers are now part of the Jets or were part of the Jets. Uh, And so it's been a brand new day. So much so that my mom has decided she's going to root for the Packers. Cute little text she sent me after the weekend. Uh, And she told me that she watched the whole game between the Packers and the Cowboys. 
and which, along with 40 million other people, uh, and that she has decided she's going to root for this team because they're young and they're growing up together and it's such a cool story and I was really impressed. Way to go, Mom. Picking a team and stepping in on the ground level. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Now, one radio host who is also a former NFL tight end. So keep that in mind. For those of you who've been fans of the NFL for a long time, you'll know the name Mark Chimura. So he is now a host or a co-host on a show that originates in Milwaukee. So ESPN Milwaukee. And he made some major waves. And I mean a viral opinion that he shared on his show Wednesday to the point where NFL players are now responding to this. It got picked up in San Francisco because of his comments about Brock Purdy. And when it did and it was put out there on social, boom, it blew up. I go back, and it's little things like this. And the reason we won in 95 when no one gave us a chance in San Francisco is because we intimidated them. I mean, if you – and I always revert to Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons kicked the crap out of Brent Jones. And then it got contagious, and then it carried over. That's why – you guys are going to think I'm crazy. Well, we already thought Uh, that, so go ahead. A 15-yard penalty – and I don't condone this, but I kind of do in the playoffs. Um, a 15-yard penalty for a late hit on Brock Purdy is not a bad thing as long as it's worth it. I, I'm just saying, this but, is so the mindset you go time. into when it's battle. And it's it's kind of like the reverse of hockey. What don't they do in hockey in the playoffs, Joshy? Shave their beards? That and one other thing. They don't fight. They don't fight. <laughs> they don't fight. Right? This is kind of like sometimes a 15-yard penalty is worth it early in the game if you knock the living crap out of the guy. And then he kind of like sticking your helmet in the ribs of Nick Bosa is like, ah, I'm hearing ghosts. Again, that's Mark Chimura, who is a Super Bowl-winning tight end. Played for the Packers, played for the Niners, but is advocating on a Milwaukee radio station that these current Packers should go ahead and fall on the sword, so to speak, take a 15-yard penalty with a late hit on Brock Purdy just to let him know, just to make him think, just to, as he references the whole seeing ghost thing with Sam Darnold on Monday Night Football, but about making him think twice holding on to the football or when he hears footsteps or he, he, right? So the hit was was one that leveled him and was really painful and he gets up kind of shaking the cobwebs out. Well then, just know the Packers are coming for you again. And so now maybe you hear footsteps and now you've got happy feet and now you release the ball too quickly or a defensive lineman or a pass rusher comes at you and you get nervous in that moment because you just got hit really hard. And Jamur even says, I don't condone this, but I kind of do in the playoffs. Now, if you haven't Googled it, I would encourage you to do so. Just because what pops up are links to every 49ers news outlet 
in the Bay Area. So this got picked up, and I don't know who started the chain reaction. But now it's all over. The Bay Area, all their websites, anyone who covers the Niners. I've even seen people like Richard Sherman responding to Mark Chimura. Now, again, he's a former NFL tight end. You would think that would come with some credibility. And all I can think of is he played in a different era. And so the the hits used to be more bone-rattling. They used to be the type of hits that wouldn't get flagged. There was no such thing as unnecessary roughness. I mean, Boomer Esiason, our friend who works for the New York affiliate, of course, is on NFL and CBS, former NFL MVP, he talks about how he was constantly getting hit to the point where, you know, he was seeing stars, so to speak, and that was completely fine. But that's not what you are allowed to do anymore, right? And so now, maybe Mark Jamur is thinking, well, you deliver one of those hits, you get a flag, but it's worth it because it makes Brock Purdy think twice the next time a pass rusher is coming at him. Now, this is just one example of the reaction from NFL players, former players, really the NFL fraternity. Richard Sherman, who played defense, of course, this is disgusting and has no place anywhere in sports or sports commentary. There is never a scenario where this is okay for any person or team. Again, advocating for a late hit, advocating for the type of hit that would draw a flag so that Brock Purdy would think twice. I'm telling you, it's gone viral. Just Google it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.